Check, 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 check. We are good. What do you think of that volume? Pretty darn voluminous. Voluminous. Voluminous? Sound isn't voluminous enough, but my hair is. My hair has a ton of volume. So if you can't hear me, just look at me. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Lockdown. I'm your host, Lachlan. The Lockdown, I should always say that. You gotta keep my branding in check. Are you guys having a good time? Are you are you getting the light inside your body? This is what the president has suggested we do. Somehow get the light inside our bodies. So you're doing your job. You're listening to the podcast and hopefully bringing some light into your body to disinfect the virus. Oh, let's do a special shout out to all of the sponsors of the lockdown. Ryan and Matt, keeping it going. Thank you. Vanessa, super big shout out to Vanessa because she paid for the last two months of shack rent. She also put me on to this new uh, bursary being offered to comedians who are out of work. So I filled it out at her suggestion and lo and behold, they got back to me and they sent us a few shack bucks. So... This is going to be the last time, guys. This you do not. I don't. I think. I think we're good. I think the shack has enough rent for s- like six more months, s- or four more months plus these two months. So six months total have been paid. So I feel like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you guys for donations anymore. The the, the podcast is going to keep going. Thank you to everyone that sponsored the show: Matthew, Jennifer, Nat, Connie. Val, Jessica, Chris, Martin, thanks for the last minute box, Melissa, and of course, Katie, thank you, and Crush, thanks you as well, guys. Wow. I think that's good. I, f- I feel like that, as hard as it was, I really appreciate that you guys helped out. Oh, man. So let's go. I got to pay for all these donations. So let's talk about some. Let's do. Let's get right into some sesh talk. Sesh talk. It's crazy out there. I actually, you guys know my policy on surfing during the pandemic. I believe that it is safe for me to go out and do that. I'm not getting in anyone's way. And to give you an example, I surfed alone the other day. I surfed alone, not a soul in the ocean but me, a bunch of people on the beach, and... A lot of people are concerned that if I get hurt, that I'll have to have a lifeguard save me and I could be jeopardizing that lifeguard's health and I could be taking up hospital beds of people who need those beds because they are seriously sick. I assure you I will not be asking for a hospital bed. I have been surfing for 10 years. I've never needed a lifeguard. Of course, that could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. But you could also much easier get in a car accident and hurt yourself and that more likely would put you in a hospital so why aren't you asking people not to drive okay so let's get realistic here you could fall off your roof why are you telling not telling people to not work on their houses why are you alienating surfers so much so this is what happened i'm out there all by myself eight o'clock in the morning 
people all over the beach going for walks, playing catch with their dogs. And a fucking, I'm sorry, I'm a fucking lifeguard in his Toyota Tacoma, painted red, rolls up to me with his lights flickering and points his car right at me and just lights up his sirens. Just lights them up. People just walking by him, letting everybody walk by each other, way closer to each other than anyone else. Lights him up for a while. I look at him and I give him a thumbs up because I know what he wants. He wants me to get out of the water. And then he just drives away. But I stayed. I stayed in the water because I'm not going. I gave you a thumbs up. You can take that as I hear you. But I'm surfing. And so I went back to it. And it's hard to it's hard to enjoy myself when someone's just crank sirens in my head while I'm trying to relax and enjoy this peaceful experience alone. Look, I get you just doing your job, but it's it's just disappointing that it's, there's an, just a lot of inconsistencies with what we should be doing. And oh man, it just seems so dumb. It all just seems so dumb, doesn't it? But I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna keep my safe distance from everyone, and. I'm not going to endanger anyone because I'm, you know, really it's my dad. That's all I'm really thinking about. He's the only old man that I feel like I'm doing this for. Of course, we are all doing this for mankind. And then on a smaller level, we're doing it for our neighborhood or our city. But really, Doug Patterson, you know, I'm... I'm not being an idiot for Doug Patterson because I love him and I know that he did stuff. He saved my life many times before I even knew he was saving my life. When I was, because I have a kid, I have a one-year-old boy now and I can see that there's a lot of life saving to go through that he'll never know. My son will never know how many times I saved his life unless he has a kid and hopefully at that point he'll give me a call and say, hey, Dad, thanks. Thanks a lot for taking that poisonous liquid out of my hands before I drank it. Because I was about to drink it. i got to be honest with you. I was thinking, I need to drink this. So I really appreciate you saving me there. <clears throat> also for cutting up all my grapes into little quarter-sized pieces that I Appreciate you did that for me. Saved my life. Would have put one of those whole grapes in my mouth. I would have lodged in my throat. And I would have died. So you're my hero. For cutting up those grapes. Uh, whose dad isn't their hero? Think about it. He was. He, he grew up in a t tough time too. You know. So I remember when I was a kid. I had bullies. And he was just like, you're gonna, you wanted to, I remember he used to teach me how to fight in the living room. And my mom, I drove my mom crazy because it was always kick him in the balls. That's what my dad would teach me. He said, you gotta kick him right in the balls. And then you get, and he's never gonna fuck with you again. And I just don't know if I want, I, I, I was like, dad, I mean, I was like, I was like 13. And I'm not kicking people in the balls. It's immediately gonna tell everyone that I'm a ball kicker. But 
he wanted me to he didn't want me to get bullied. My dad really hated it when I got bullied. I had this one bully. To me the thing is, is it all even if you have a bully, it, it it's all going to come around full circle if you're just patient. Everything is going to work itself out if you just don't stress out. Like cyberbullies, I don't even know. Maybe I'm a little maybe I'm a little dumb, but how do you get cyberbullied? You can can't you just turn off the computer or log out? You don't even have to deal with it. Like my bully was a bully. Bobby Serapis. It it's not even his fault. The guy was like a he was a Greek god at the age of thir- at 13 Bobby Serapis had abs and he had chest hair and a beard. Like he had five o'clock shadow at 13. And I went to a school. There was a lot of Greek people uh, that went to my school. And the Greeks tend, they're physically mature quicker or something. The men, they they get a lot more hair right away. So Bobby was, I remember he was talking about having sex at 13. I was like, what? I'm still, I don't even know what that was. I'm still playing with cars, toy cars. He's playing with women. He's already at women. I'm still playing with G.I. Joes. The little figures, you know, Lady J. That was probably the closest I ever got to touching a woman was the little female G.I. Joe. I would, she would always get captured by Cobra and I would try to rescue her. And that was sort of my, the role playing that I did. Anyway, Bobby Serafis, my first year in high school. High school started in eighth grade for me, grade eight, if you're Canadian. And Bobby Serafis was in my school. I keep saying his name because he's just uh, first day of first day of PE. He he pulled my sweatpants down in front of all the other kids in my high sc- in my PE class, and I had no underwear on, I guess, or he pulled the underwear down as well. And there was nothing I could do. I had to just everyone saw, and then I pulled them up, and they all laughed. The PE teacher also was a friend of my dad because my dad was a PE teacher and a high school counselor, so they knew each other from being in, in, I guess, that world. So when he saw Bobby pull down my pants, he I remember him. I looked at him, and he looked at me, and he's like, I can't do anything for you here, kid. This is your problem. This is your struggle. So... You know, once Bobby got away with that, he just did it all through PE class. He'd pick on me. I just stayed away from him as best I could. But my dad wanted me to play rugby, and I always wanted to make my dad proud, so I joined the rugby team, even though I had no business being on that team. I was so small. And and Bobby was on the team, of course. He was the best player on the team because he was, you know, he looked like he was 20. And he just destroyed. I mean, he was so good. We had a practice one day in the rugby field, and I remember all the girls' softball team was out practicing as well, and so all the rugby players were showing off, and this field, the rugby field was far away from the school, and I was, for some reason, I was, you know, fullback. I have no idea why in this situation I was fullback, but in rugby, the fullback is the last man standing. And Bobby got the ball, and he was on the other team. We split 
the t- we split the team in half to play. And I remember he caught the ball and he just went around everyone on our team. And he was just coming straight for me. And he was bigger and stronger than me. He could have, and faster than me, he could have easily gone around me. But for some reason, not some reason, because he wanted to, he just decided to go right through me. And he put his hand out and he pushed, he ran right into me with his hand straight into my chest. And I remember just reaching my hands around him as he hit me and holding on for dear life. And I grabbed his sweatpants and he ran right over me and I ripped the sweatpants right off his body. Not took them down. Actually, they actually tore right off his body like they were tearaways, but they were just, they just ripped. They ripped right off of him. And he was in the middle of nowhere. He was at the very far end of the field. The entire girls' softball team saw him in his tiny little underwear. And he he was embarrassed. He was totally humiliated. He ran after me to get his sweatpants back. And so I just started running away with his sweatpants. And so he decided to turn around and run to the high school, which was about a you know 10-minute run across like the soccer field, the baseball field, the the entire school grounds to get to the lockers. And I hope my whole team started laughing. My coach fell over laughing. It was so great. It was such a great feeling. He never bugged me after that. It was pretty cool. Moral of the story is that if you get a bully, if you got a bully in your life, um, don't let him get to you. Don't let him get to you. I can promise you that bully is going to have a shitty life and they're not a happy person. And you're a good person. You don't you don't need to be worrying about that. Just focus on other things. Right? Turn off your computer if you're getting cyberbullied. Uh did you listen to my have you guys been listening to my Spotify playlist? I made a lockdown playlist. I mentioned it before, but if you didn't hear me, go on Spotify and type in L A C H D O W N. And I made a playlist called the Lockdown Playlist, and you can see it says by lock. That's the one you got to find. And it's just some songs that I listen to in the backyard when I'm playing with my little guy that I put together that I I really like. Let me know what you think. I'm also on Cameo. I don't know if this is a dumb idea, but if you don't know what Cameo is, it's this new app. You don't have to get it if you don't want, but it's really interesting if you ask me. You can go on Cameo and find a celebrity, any celebrity, pretty much. I think like, I think everyone's, I think I saw Sylvester Stallone is on there. And you can pay an amount and all these people will just say something to you. A personalized message, which I think is a great idea. So they actually asked, reached out to me, which is flattering, and asked me if I would be willing to sign up. And so I signed up and... I'm on there for 20 bucks. I will give you a pep talk or someone you know. If someone you know needs a pep talk or someone you know is kind of going through a tough time and you think I could cheer them up, 
go on Cameo and you can sign up and you can pay to have me cheer them up. I've been working out a little bit. I did I did a few push-ups today and that's about it. I did about I did I started doing a bunch of push-ups and then I got tired of doing them and I just stopped. And I said, "You know what? You don't need to finish doing them. You got other stuff to do." And I feel like that's sort of always been my my workout regime is I work out until I have other things to do. I got two homeless people living in my back alley. They're shooting up and they're doing meth and they're drinking. All three of those. How do you how do you do that much? They party hard in my alley. I like that they're in there. My lady in the neighborhood's not happy about it, but it's a reminder that I've got it pretty good. Every time I see them killing themselves in that alley and that mattress, just filthy, sad. It always just reminds me of how thankful I am that I have a yard and my health, family. Have you been on the Who's website? Who's who's website? Yeah. Have you been on it? On what? The Who? Yeah, you lost me. Yeah, my l- Let's read some news. What do you say we just read some news and see if that goes anywhere? Young Latino, black Californians dying of COVID-19 at higher rates. Oh, man, that's too bad. I wonder why. And California isn't the only place where emerging health data made it clear that communities of color are suffering disproportionately. Man, COVID-19 is racist. I had no idea that it's a racist virus. I didn't know viruses could do that. It's it's effed up, man. My comedy special, though, on a lighter note, is coming out. It's coming out March or May fifth, you guys. You guys. Why do I I gotta stop saying you guys? I'm gonna get a bell for just that. For anytime I say you guys, I gotta hit a bell. And that'll stop me. Do I have a bell? Shh There, I got a whistle. And I got some mace. What a strange keychain my lady has. She's got pepper spray and a a whistle. I mean, God, I'm so lucky I'm a man that I don't need to carry a bunch of junk around just in case some idiot tries to come up and have his way with me. Kick him in the nuts, man. Doug Patterson style. Just... Boot them right between the legs. They'll never mess with you again. It's a it's a horrible feeling to get kicked in the nuts. Everything everyone's trying to get back to work. That's the thing that's weird to me is everyone wants to get back to work, and I don't. I think this is great. Can we just? Of course, we have to get back to work eventually, but let's not rush. Let's just slow down a second. Why is everyone in a hurry to get to work? This is great. We've got so much fun. No, I need money. Well, um, you know, come up with a new way to make money. What did you used to do? I'm sure you have a skill. I 
think I'm sure you have something that you can do that you've always wanted to do, maybe a passion project. Like I see all these people are like, I need to get back to my job making cars for Ford or whatever. And you don't need to get back to that job. We have enough cars. The parking lots are full. There are, I went on Craigslist. There's like a million cars available on Craigslist. We do not need to be making more cars. But it sounds like that you're really good with your hands. Sounds like you're very mechanical and very handy. So maybe you could make something or design something really cool that people could use right now. Like maybe a, a sanitizer dispenser or a new way of a new toy or something. I don't know. But yeah, you know what you'd want to do. You got you got laid off and you want to get back to work at your job, working at a restaurant. Oh, man. Do you really want to go back to that? Was that your passion to work in a restaurant and serve people? You can still serve people. If, that's, if you really choose to serve people, serve people, start your own restaurant. Start your own takeout or delivery service. Be creative. Come up with an idea and implement it. This Now is the time. We have time. For the first time, we have time. So take advantage of this, guys. Don't don't ruin it. Yeah, there's some things I wish I had. And there, I do wish that I could get back to performing in front of a large audience. But I feel like that's going to happen. I'm going to get that. It's going to come back. And I, I'm very excited to perform and travel across the globe and share my talents but in the meantime, I got a lot of other stuff I'm trying to do too. I got to fix some stuff around the house. I got to, I mean, this podcast, I've never been more into this podcast before. And I just want to see where this thing goes. So let's not ruin it. Let's just see where this goes. Let's see some, let's see if there's any environmental changes. Let's see if we as people change. Let's see if there's an uprising. Let's see if somebody leads an, a revolution and that leads to some sort of apocalypse and then you and I can meet after it's over in a wasteland and pick up the pieces together. What do you say? I'll, we'll salvage old car parts and build our own giant moving vehicle house with you know we'll get swords and we'll defend our mobile house against savages and I've got a, a paintball mask that I'll probably wear and I'll put a little got a little skull and crossbones bandana I'll put on it my son will have a black leather jacket with camouflage pants. And I'll put little, I'll draw little tattoos all over his face 
with pen with a with a sharpie so that people don't mess with my son I think it's going to be fun I think it's going to be fun I make it maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll rig some sort of zip line from the top of my house to various different locations stay at home are you s- trying to get out there's a COVID hotline. Should I call the hotline? Let's call the hotline. I didn't even know there was a hotline. Let's see how hot it is. Hi. You're listening to the COVID hotline. Thank you for calling the City of San Antonio COVID-19 hotline. If this is a medical emergency, please hang up and dial 911. Why do they always say that? Please hang up and press... 911, if this is emergency, duh. Does anybody not know that? You may leave a message on this voicemail. However, it will take us more than a day to return your message due to very high call volume. It takes us more than a day? Well, that's not a hotline. It's a cold line. It's just a, it's just an answering machine. Questions? Call call the hotline and leave a message and two days later you can have an answer that's not a hotline guys that's just a line there's nothing hot about that you could at least say it in a hot voice thank you for calling the hotline if this is a medical emergency mm, hang up yeah that's it and then press nine one. Mm. Oh, one. Mm. Otherwise, leave a message. <clears throat> Pretty sexy, huh? What else is here in the news? This guy. Good evening. We are now at 1,231 confirmed cases of COVID-19. That's a lie. That's a lie right there, San Antonio mayor. Because you can't prove that it's COVID-19 from symptoms. You really can prove it without a doubt? I don't think you can. But... Don't give me the numbers. They're not right. They're lo- they're the wrong numbers. Tell me how many poisonous darts I need to make out of old chopsticks in my utensils drawer. Just tell me when I should start digging a moat around my house. That's what I need to know. When do I dig a moat? Stay strong, you guys. Don't do anything stupid. You want to you wanna see this thing through to the end. Don't die right now. It'd suck to die and not know if this was the end. You want to be there for the end. So be safe. Be alert. Practice safe distance. And if it's your passion to go surfing, I'm not going to stop you. Don't forget my special comes out May 5th.